Oh my god, it actually worked this time. We are live. Oh my god, we figured it out, Chris. Earl or Bucky did this one. Okay, so here's what happened, everyone. Here's what happened. We tried to record last week. Yeah, we we legit tried. On my birthday. On your, which, by the way, Chris, happy belated birthday. Thank you. I'm I'm sure your visit to uh to that special town that I that I mentioned earlier was nice. (laughs) Very much. God, I wasn't expecting you to uh, live into it, but all right, very good. So here's what happened last week. So we got some new equipment into the studio, which is, you know, really cool, really exciting and all that. And we tell Bucky, you got one job, just configure it back to where, you know, how you and I are used to it. And he says, all right, no problem. You know, I should have sensed there would have been a problem immediately. (laughs) And, you know, I, I heard a rumor, Manny. You know, Earl had part to do with it, which makes sense because we had always had problems with Earl. I mean, like, it makes too much sense. It makes, too much, it makes too much sense. So we let those two morons in, into the studio, like, unsupervised, Chris. That yeah. was our first mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, you know, Bucky, it's almost May, so you better watch yourself. You're right. It is almost May. It is almost May. It's, dude, it's almost April. Yeah, but, you know, his, uh, his contract's up. This contract's been up, but <laughs> but anyways, welcome back to more Brain Chris, everyone. It's been like almost a month, apparently, since the last time we recorded. Yeah, um, it's been a crazy month. Uh, yeah, you know, not trying. Just had a couple things come up. Yeah, you know, like life happens. Yeah, when you have women in your life. But we're back, right, Chris? Life happens when you got girlfriends in your life. <laughs> Prioritize that just a little bit more than uh, other things. Yeah, get used to that, kid. Wow. All right. You act like it's never happened before. But anyway. No, I'm saying get used to prioritizing them more. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. How we feel? How we feel? Well, Chris, first of all, you're a year older. Thank um, you. You're 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 wise. I'm not. I don't want to say wiser because that's just not right. But <laughs> you're a year older. Um, you're still pathetic. Uh, Yankees fan and a Duke fan, and let's see what other teams do you like. The Giants. Yeah, I mean, you could be a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. Uh, 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 you could just, you could also Nova. just suck as a person like you. But you know, Villanova, NIT, probably not making the tournament anytime soon. Yeah, you could be one of those fans. He lost to Tennessee, Rocky Top. You know, <laughs> how we how we feeling, Chris? How we feel is we. How old are you now? Twenty six. 27. You're older than me? Yeah. Really? I got you beat. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I thought I was older than you this entire time. You thought wrong, kid. Oh, wow. All right. Well, F me, I guess. Uh, how are <laughs> how we, how we feeling, Chris? How are we feeling? I'm uh, feeling good, Maddie. Um, I'm pretty that's, excited. That's <laughs> I guess I would say what I'm loving today is... um. Even though it's a long, long season for us as baseball fans, I'm excited for baseball to get started up again. UMF. I was – God damn it, Chris. Stop stealing my ideas. <laughs> I actually want to get your take on something, Maddie. What do you got? What is your thoughts on the um, – I know we'll probably touch upon, upon it, but uh, the World Baseball Classic. Are you I love it. Are you into it? Because a lot of people have mixed reviews about it. I loved it. Um, I mean, to be um, fair, Chris, like I wasn't really paying too much attention to it, but the games I was watching, yeah, 
I because I was like, wow, like these games are awesome because it's just basically like the Olympics of baseball or like the World Cup of baseball. I can't say that I was into it, Maddie. I think that it it is um a good idea by the MLB, mm-hmm. but I think it needs to be played in a different um month of the year. I disagree, hundred percent. You disagree. I disagree a hundred percent. You don't want to be doing it in November after the World Series because one, you're gonna have players who just played in the World Series who probably want True. a break. True. I didn't two, think about that. Two, there are gonna be players who are not healthy. Um, because they got hurt during the season. And normally like from November to you know, basically up to when spring training starts, that's their time to like recover, rehab and all that, take some time off from the game. Yeah, I just I guess like where I come from is like you know, you have March Madness, and like both our hockey teams are in a stretch run. So, like, you're not going to catch me watching a WBC game over like those over a two team or a Rangers at this well, time. Well, what I was doing was that, you know, I had the four channels set up uh, CBS, TBS, TNT, and True TV. And then uh, FS1 I had lined up too. So I would just hit last on my remote, be like, all right, let me go here, let me go here, let me go here, let me go here whenever there was a commercial break. I just, yeah. had, a, I just had a rotation set. I wasn't like dedicating myself to sitting through nine innings of, um, you know, USA versus uh, Cuba or is that who they played? I think they played that. I think they played yeah. them, Cuba or anything like that. But you know, the games that I did watch from the U.S. very good, very good games. I watched the championship last night. Um, what an epic! What an epic at bat at the end um, between um, Shohei and Mike Trout. I mean, you can't write the script better than that. Yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. Really, really cool to see that because you got one of the best players to ever play the game. I'm going to flat out say it in, my, in Mike Trout. If you've got an absolute superstar in Shohei on the same team, so you'll never see that unless uh, unless Shohei leaves after this year from the Angels, which I don't blame him if he does. Um, you, can't, you can't get any better than that. And the other thing I'm going to say right now is to the Barstool buffoons that have been adamantly against this, get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. Like, seriously. Just because, I'm going to flat out say it, Frank the Tank, just because Edwin Diaz, you know, gets hurt and is out for the year, now he's suddenly against it. All because of all because a Mets player got hurt. First of all, you're a Mets fan. You should be used to curses like this. Second of <laughs> all, second of all, just shut up because then he wouldn't stop complaining about it. it yeah. It's like, now that the World Baseball Classic is over, it's like, what is, he's going to find something else to complain. He sucks. I used yeah. to be entertained by him. I used to be very entertained by him. He sucks now. He's and then the other guy, and then the he's other guy, KFC, and then the other guy, KFC. I mean, whatever the hell his name is, he, he's. I mean, like he's he's. You see some of his tweets from his past. They're very questionable tweets. It's like, how is he employed? But how is he still employed? But at the same time, <laughs> you know, here he is complaining about it, and yet there are you know former employees of Barstool, like Jared Carabas, who's basically telling him, "Hey, shut up! Like you're wrong." Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But overall, I thought the WBC was pretty good. That's what I was going to say. I was loving it. It was the WBC. They're pretty good overall. Yeah, um, I know. I thought, you I know, it only good. happens every couple of years. So it's not like it's, this is going to be all, a whole other thing again next year or anything like that. Yeah, I think it's good for baseball for sure. It is um, good for baseball. I just wish it – like you said, I guess I wish it could be played at a different time. But you just really – you don't – you don't. it's not even possible. So. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. completely shut down that point, Chris. I, I'm going to yeah. take credit for myself on that one. Yeah. You are right. All right, let's. You want you you texted me um, earlier this week, 
and said, I want to talk about this. Yes. So take it away, Chris, because I personally don't give a shit about this. So you go ahead. No, I don't really give a shit. It's just news I think that we should talk about quick. Um, as we talked about a couple months ago, um, obviously me and Maddie have liked what Adidas has done with the, um, alternative jerseys for an NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, the last two years, I thought they've done a really cool job. Some ugly, some cool. Um, um, personally, I like the Ranger ones that they've come out with. And yeah, um, the Leaf Adidas ones is, are kind of terrible, but you know. yeah. Um, because the leaves are already terrible. Uh, shut up, Chris. Keep moving going. forward. Um, <laughs> I hate uh, you. I hate moving, you. <laughs> moving forward. Um, Adidas's contract is up at the end of this year, and they decided they don't want to renew with the NHL. So, um, they were uh, in a bidding war with who was going to take over the rights. And um, Fanatics, um, which you know we all, um, I'm sure we all own some type of Fanatics. Um, sportswear. You do. You you have a new piece because of me. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you for that birthday present, by the way. I awesome. know. Um, Chris, I saw it and it had your name written all over it. I was yeah. like, oh man, the Super Bowl you know, logos. And I don't normally wear white, so it's good. I don't, I don't really have a lot of white giant gear, so I'm pumped to wear it next fall. Oh, is it? Well, I thought it was gray. It's white. Yeah, it's white. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, the picture the picture it showed me was gray. <laughs> I don't usually maybe you ordered white by mistake. I don't know. All right, <laughs> whatever. I don't care. As long, <laughs> as long as you like it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, go <laughs> as we sidetracked it here. Going back to my point, uh, the Fanatics has signed a ten year deal to be the new uh, sponsor of the NHL. Um, we'll be interested to see if they continue to do a um alternative uniform and um. I'll be interested to see like um, how their jerseys are going to come out, like uh, from a logo standpoint. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, Fanatics will be the NHL for ten years. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, should be should be fun to see what they come up with. Yeah, how are how are your uh, Maple Leafs, Matt? Give us an update on the Maple Leafs. Oh shit! You put me on the spot. That wasn't part of today's script, Christopher. <laughs> well, we're going off hockey here, quick. Right, fine. I'll talk about the Leafs. They lost seven to two last night. If you want to know so much, <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say that because you knew they lost last night. Yeah, yeah, they lost seventy seven to two to the Islanders last night. Shut up, Chris. Um, <laughs> Islanders. <laughs> they got the Panthers tomorrow night. They got the Hurricanes. Uh, they got the Hurricanes, the Predators, the Panthers again uh, to, cl- to clean out the finish off the month of March. Um, here's the thing. They're 42-19-9. Obviously, they're not catching Boston at this rate. I mean, no one freaking is, but they're going to go to the playoffs, and they're going to lose to the Lightning. That's what's going to happen here, Chris. I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. Uh, Matt, let me ask you a question. Is your girlfriend a Boston fan? Yes. Bruins? Yes. Uh, you got to feel bad for her, then. I, I have to feel bad for it. Why, why do I have to feel bad for it? She's not the best gonna, team in the league. They're going to be like Tampa Bay was three years ago, and they're going to lose in the first round. You heard it here first. Oh, dude, I would love that. I would love that. I really think it might happen, Maddie. I would love to if this is the year that the Leafs well, you like, have to figure real, it out. And the well, Bruins people don't realize, Maddie. Don't get me wrong. They're very good. and I mean, I want them to lose because I want the Rangers to have no part of them. But what people have to realize is once playoff hockey comes – the ice is a lot different. Yeah, um, it smells a little sweatier. You know, um, there's not a lot of room to move on the ice. And you need to get those dirty goals. And, you know, it's just 
it is a different game of hockey come playoff time. And I, I think that the East is the East is loaded. So all these series, including the Rangers, uh, uh, Toronto, all these games are going to go six, seven series, six, seven games first round, and probably six, seven the rest of the way. That's how good the East is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the West it, sucks. Bruin fans, just, Bruin fans just love to talk so much shit about their team, especially when they're good. So I really want them to lose. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me, me, me too, Chris. I would love, I would love it if if it was either. I mean, there's no way it's going to be the Leafs that that take out the Bruins, but because you know, first round. But I'd love if it was the Rangers that did it for you guys. I'd love that. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be matched up with them, but. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You get what you get what I'm you get what I'm putting down. I get what you're putting down. You're you're, you're picking you're you're putting down you're picking up what I'm putting down. I am. I am. Words are hard, but yeah. <laughs> how are your how are your stupid Rangers looking? I'm gonna put you on the spot. How are your Rangers looking? Rangers are rolling off. They lo- they won four in a row until they lost. They blew a third period lead last night, which I'm not too happy about. Um, another big game tomorrow against Carolina. Um, pissed we blew it, but. It is what it is. Um, my only concern from them moving forward is with all this new talent, they need to figure out one power play lineup, if that makes sense. Yeah. They've been trying to go with, like, 30 seconds with this group A and 30 seconds with group B. Enough with this group B. Our power play was good before we got Keenan. Uh, let's just keep, let's just add him to the power play, and you know what I mean, and move on from it. Um, I, enough of this. 1A, 1B bullshit. It's just mm-hmm. you can't get these guys in the rhythm. And and you got to have Mika's advantage act on your power play one, which they now do. So um, they got to clear up the power play. And then um, uh, the biggest X factor for them is Igor Shazirkin is starting to look uh, – not that he had a bad season, but after his Vesna, he, uh, he's still having a really good season, obviously. But uh, the last five games, he's just really starting to look like the Igor that we saw last year. And uh, this team will only go as far as the goaltending. As you know, goaltending is what really leads you to the cup finals. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yep. So it's, it's good to see him get into shape. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. What do you want to do first, Chris? Do you want, want to go over the tournament or do you want to do free agency? Which one do you want to do first? Yeah, let's go over the tournament. The tournament. All right. I'm going to be a jerk and make us go, make us go over each game one out of – no, I'm kidding. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to bore our listeners. Yeah, no. Well, dude, we don't want to bore ourselves. Yeah, that too. All right. So there have been quite a few upsets um, so far, which I love. I'm sure you love too. This has been a great start to the tournament. This was a great first weekend of the tournament. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much else to say. Uh, you had the 13-seeded Furman. Um Paladins, they took down Virginia 68 to 67. Um, this would have been the biggest shock if there wasn't for another upset that happened. Uh, Princeton took down a 15 seeded Princeton, took down Arizona, uh, the second seeded Arizona Wild uh, Bearcats, Wildcats, I don't know, some kind of cat that they are, uh, 59 to 55. I thought that was going to be the biggest upset of the first round. I think everyone did. Yeah, I agree. And, and then, well, um, you see, and then something else happened. Well, first of all, then Pitt beat Iowa State, 11-seeded uh, Pitt beat 6-seeded Iowa State, 59-41. It feels like Iowa State always loses in the first round whenever they got high expectations. Um, I should have not picked them. And then the biggest upset of probably the, in the history of the tournament, Fairlight Dickinson University, a 16-seeded, 
takes down one seeded Purdue, 63 to 58. <laughs> this was by far the biggest upset, I think, in the, in the history of the tournament. This is bigger than UMBC beating Virginia. Yeah, it was rude. Because. FDU should have not even been in this tournament. Yeah, yeah. They are part of the um of uh the any the NEC um the Northeast Conference I think is what it's called. Merrimack, Merrimack um you know transit transitioned to do, into being a Division One school, Division One program. So because of that, they had to sit out a season. Merrimack won the tournament against FDU, but because Merrimack you know had had to sit out a year, FDU was advancing no matter what. Yeah. So they shouldn't have even been there. And then what do they do? They take down one seed in Purdue. And played a good second game as well. And they played a hell of a second game. Um, um, just, um pretty cool to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for uh, your puke um Blue Devils, uh yeah. so you guys beat you guys beat Oral Roberts. I don't want to talk expected. about it. And then y'all lose to Tennessee, Rocky Top, sixty five to fifty two. I'll give you my take on it. What do we got? Let's hear it. Before uh, I go over everything else. Tennessee was just a uh, – if you play that game, um, Mitchell Rob- – uh, one of our our center got hurt, and that was a big loss. Robinson, Mitchell Robinson uh, came out of nowhere. Five minutes before the game, they found out he wasn't going to play. So that sucked. And then, um, you know, Tennessee doesn't shoot the three well. They shot the three phenomenal that game. Um for the season, they shot 32%. They shot 43%. Just typical Duke fashion. That everybody was looking to hit threes against us. And um, they did. They got outplayed, plain and simple. I'm not going to make excuses. Um, um, I worried about them going into the tournament a little bit just because they won so many games in a row leading into it. You know what I mean? You feel like you're due for that clinker of a loss eventually. And they ran into a team that played good defense. They were physical. And... Uh, they just didn't make timely shots, and they could never go on their run or cut their and cut Tennessee's lead to, uh, you know, less than three or five. So uh, it sucks, and now it gets interesting to see uh, will uh, Kyle Filipowski come back. Um, uh, we know Whitehead's a goner. We know uh, we know a lot of these guys are goners, but a couple of them might come back with this good freshman class we got coming in. So I hope that a couple come back because it will be a good combination of freshmen and upperclassmen. Oh, you're done? Yeah. Oh, you're finally done? Oh, jeez, Chris. All right. Um, Anyways, uh, back to another upset. Wait, how many? Give us or take a note. How'd the NNT go? Oh, they lost in the first round. Uh, Anyways. Pathetic. Anyways. um... Shut up, Chris. So Princeton's not done upsetting people, by the way. They upset Missouri now. Seven seed in Missouri in the second round, 78-63. Princeton's in the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. Third consecutive year that this has happened where a 15 seed has made it to the uh, Sweet 16. Going all the way back to when Oral Roberts had their run last year with Doug Eater in St. Peter's. And then now this year it's Princeton. It's awesome. I I love seeing that kind of stuff where a team that has no business being there is there. I agree. Over, and I'm looking over if there are any other upsets. FDU almost beat Florida Atlantic. They lost 78-70. They almost pulled that off. Yeah. But um that that I think that that that's it for now. So the sweet sixteen tomorrow. Uh starts tomorrow at uh six 
6.30? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We can, I can be home for that. All right. Who do you got winning it all, Manny, from these teams that are left? Uh, still Alabama. Yeah, I'm going with UConn. Wow, that's bold. All right. Um, tomorrow, uh, we got Michigan State and Kansas State uh, 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 tipping things off at 6.30. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, Kansas State's probably going to mop the floor with Michigan State. Uh, I hope. They, that's, that's a good squad Kansas State has. Yeah, they're good. At seven fifteen, so thankfully we don't have to wait that long for the next uh, next round of games. Uh, we got Arkansas and UConn. That game's gonna Arkansas, be Arkansas, and UConn. That's gonna be a hell of a game. Yeah, two good teams. Um, and then at nine o'clock, uh, nine seeded Florida Atlantic takes on the four seeded Tennessee uh, Tennessee uh, Rocky Top. You know, I'm gonna go for them. And then another phenomenal game at nine forty five tomorrow night: three seeded Gonzaga, two seeded UCLA. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that game goes. I would, I, I have UCLA winning rematch of the Natty Championship a couple of years ago. Well, Final Four, I think. Right, Final Four. Yeah. Um. Then Friday, um. Friday, uh, Sweet Sixteen games again, uh, all the same times from before. Six thirty, we got San Diego State at five seed taking a number one overall seed at Alabama. Bama's gonna win that game. I, I, that's gonna be their toughest test yet, though. Absolutely. San Diego State's a good, well-coached basketball team. Mm-hmm. At uh, 7.15, we've got five-seeded Miami versus one-seeded Houston. I got Miami being Houston. Miami's not... good, man. I got Miami. I think Miami takes out takes out Houston. Yeah, I can see it. Um, then, at, then at 9 o'clock, we got 15-seeded Princeton and six-seeded Creighton. Um, man. You know what? I believe. I believe. I believe that Creighton will beat Princeton <laughs> and put an end to their uh, little run that they got going on. Uh, no, Creighton's a better team. Yeah, Creighton's going to win that. Also, and then, I, I didn't know that what's his name coaches Creighton. Sean Miller. Yeah. Uh, no wonder why they're so good. Yeah they're, yeah, they're a good squad. Yeah. And, then, and then at 9.45 um, on Friday, they finish off the Sweet 16. We got three-seeded Xavier, two-seeded Texas. This game could go either way, but I'm going to roll with Texas here. Yeah, I like Texas as well. They've been hot. Isn't Texas in your Final Four? They are. Yeah, so you better hope Texas wins. Oh, my, my that, bracket, that's two teams gone. My bracket's fucked. But yeah. A lot of people's are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why are. I even try every year to do this anymore. Uh, dude, me neither. <laughs> me neither. But, so that, that finishes off one uh, fun side of things that we're going to cover. Now to free agency in the NFL. No. You know, this might Drama. be this, this might be a snooze fest for Chris here because the Giants haven't really done much. Giants made great moves. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> exactly. The Giants haven't done much. They've done a lot of good moves. Can I can I, not, can I can I continue to It ain't in, always the big splashy names, Ace. Can I just live in denial that the Patriots made good moves, please? Sure, but don't let don't be talking nonsense that the Giants didn't make their moves. They made phenomenal moves. I only know of one move that they made. I'll give you a couple moves that they made. All right, you, you go it. first. We'll talk. All right, I'll, I'll go first. I'll we'll go talk first. Cats Nations first. All right, I'll go first, jerk. All right, so coming back to New England. Spe- speaking of the Pats, Maddie, I mean, you're gonna have oh, to make Lord. it down here next football season. We'll see. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to. Pats we'll see. Giants. We'll see, Chris. We'll see. No, you're we'll gonna see. have to come. All right. Back. Well, Matthew Matthew Slater's coming back. Connor McDermott's coming back. 
James Ferentz is coming back. Rayquan McMillan is coming back. Jonathan Jones is coming back. That's the big one right there. Um, Carl Davis is coming back. Jabril Peppers, another big one, is coming back. Mac Wilson uh, Sr. is coming back. Uh, uh, Joe Cardona is coming back. Daniel Aquale is coming back. Cody Davis is coming back. <sighs> and now who are we bringing in, Chris? Great question. We're bringing in an offensive tackle, uh, Calvin Anderson from the Broncos. Bringing in uh, Riley, uh, offensive tackle Riley Reef from the Bears. Bringing in... This is probably the most electrifying signing that they've had so far. Bringing in Juju Smith-Schuster from from the Chiefs, uh, also of the uh, also of the uh, of the um, Steelers. What's so funny there, Chris? <laughs> just 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 think it's funny. All right, bringing in James Robinson from the Jaguars slash Jets. He's a running back. Bringing in Mike Gusecki, the talented tight end from uh, from Miami. And then very bring- good, very good pickup. Very good pickup for us. Um, then we are also bringing in Chris Board, a linebacker from Detroit, and not mentioned here because I just remembered it. What's the deal? Up. What's the deal with this uh, Jerry Ju- Judy rumor I heard today about the Patriots? Um, they're interested. They're interested in him. Uh, there's a real chance that they get him, especially with um, the Jets make uh, training with yeah, a trading heard, uh, um, Elijah Moore to the Browns. So the Browns probably hearing, out of the Judy run. So yeah, I've been Patriots hearing are Patriots are probably the favorite. I've been hearing Patriots and somebody else. I've been hearing it might have been the Browns. Cowboys. No, Colts. Cowboys. Cowboys got cooks now. They're cooks. Yeah. I forget who, but yeah. But uh, departures from New England. This is the sad part. Damian Harris. Uh, he signed with the Bills, but you know we kind of replaced him with James Robinson. Anyways, Brian or Hoyer. Uh, Brian Hoyer was released, but let's face it, he'll be back in like July anyways, because that, that's just what happens here. <laughs> uh, the big one, um, uh, Jacoby Myers signed with the Raiders. That was sad to see him go. Uh, New Smith uh, traded him to Atlanta on the first day of um, first day of when you can uh, start negotiating contracts. We traded him to Atlanta. Said goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Devin McCourty retired. Really sad to see him go. One of my favorite Patriots of all time. And uh, we were also released Jake Bailey. And the current free agents still from New England are are the following: Nelson Aguilar, Miles Bryant, Yanni Kajusti, uh, Jawan Williams, and Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, none of them will be back. And also uh, yesterday. Even though he did not play last year, this is still very, very much. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring him up as a Patriots fan. Cam Don- Newton. What? Cam Newton. Dante Hightower retired. Yesterday. Oh, we're both thinking different things. Yeah, we are, Jerk. Because uh, you are, I know you are a big Cam Newton guy. Yeah, you had to work out. He had that one throw. That was it. Um, I, I can't believe you weren't loving that. You clearly didn't see my tweet. Anyways. <laughs> I've been off the social media lately. I've been so Any, busy. Anyways, um, Dante Hightower retired. There is no 28-3 meme without Dante Hightower. One of the probably one of the best linebackers to ever play in New England. He's awesome. Um, I, I I was sad that we didn't bring him in last year, but I get why he's old for a linebacker. Couldn't move. He wasn't the same player that he was. Where do you play? Years. Where do you play last year? Nowhere. He was just he went unsigned last year. Really. Yeah, no one picked him up last year. Wow, good for him he's, retiring then. And now, now he's retiring. He's forever going to be a Patriot. Forever a Foxborough legend on top of that. Um, sucks to see him go, but I think he sticks around. I think Bill keeps him around a little bit. I heard a little rumor, Matt. You tell me if this is true. 
What do you, what do you got? Uh, obviously, we don't. You don't know when Bill's gonna hang it up. He's not gonna hang it up anytime soon. I think we got but, two years of him left. But I heard that he's grooming what's his name to be the coach. Mayo. Gerard Mayo. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that would be a good move. Absolutely. He's, I think Bill retires I, once he passes. When, when Bill retires, all time. I know you hate Duke, Maddie, but it, it kind of reminds me of a situation where someone coaches somewhere for so long and they have a lot of success, and he's not going to leave leave it into somebody that he knows is going to run it the right way. Exactly. The way, you know what I mean? Same exactly. thing like, like how uh, Kay did it with Shire, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, he played for him. He coached under him. All this, not all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I I think Mayo's the next head coach here. I think it's exactly like the Duke situation. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right. What are what are you Giants doing? Uh the biggest thing they uh biggest free agent signing they did was sign uh Bobby. Oh, I can't pronounce his last name. Oh, Bobby Okarake or yeah, tackle and machine at the linebacker position. I forgot you guys got him. Um, they re-signed Darius Slayton, which I love. Um, good. He uh, earned it. Took a pay cut last year. Y'all brought him back. Yeah, we oh, ended, right. he ended up taking less money to stay, and uh, he got a nice contract that he deserved. Um, I like bringing him back. You know, he's not a top option, but he's he's got that speed that can stretch the field, and he's got that connection with DJ. Mm-hmm. Um. They brought in uh, my one of my favorite signings. That's low risk, high reward. Is uh, the Campbell signing from I can't what's his first name, Pedarius Campbell. From where? The Colts. Uh, I don't know his first name, but Campbell is his last name, and uh, he's a low risk, what, high reward. What position reward. is he? He's a wide receiver. Harris. Harris. Harris Campbell. No. All right, we'll yeah. keep talking about because now I want to know who this is. <laughs> uh, you, you, he's not like he was from Ohio State. Like he, he's been injured, but last year was his first year and he's been healthy. You know me, Matty. I can never pronounce names. Harris right. Campbell. Maybe that's his name. That's literally his name, Harris Campbell. Okay, whatever. It's a low risk, high reward. <laughs> and he brings speed. And uh, the biggest thing they did so far this offseason was they shocked us out of nowhere and traded for uh, Walker. Waller? Darren Waller. Waller from the Raiders? Yeah. yeah. I, um, love that trade. Um, out of big, nowhere, too. Completely yeah, was, out of, no, out it's of the, nowhere. It's the last pick of the third round. So yeah, pick 100 overall. Yeah, basically a fourth-round pick if you look at it that way. Um, I love it. Now we can run a two-tight end set with him and uh, Danny Ballinger. Uh, the biggest thing is uh, he's been hurt the last two years. We need him to stay healthy. But man, if if it would be nice to have like a like a tight end like uh, that can yeah. catch and stretch the field. So I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped. Um, and now my uh, focus is really going on um, the draft, Matty. I can't mm-hmm. wait till we start doing our mocks. And uh, yeah, we'll be dropping ours in a few we'll, weeks. We'll see. Uh, We'll see how our teams get better because that it's not about free agency, Matt. It's about adding in free agency. But those teams that spend a lot of money in free agency aren't the teams that win. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to build through the draft and add key free agents that fit your culture and your team. And um, that's what I think what the Giants are doing. They they signed a couple other guys too and such, but uh, they're just signing uh, good football players, low risk that have high reward. And mm-hmm. they made a big they made a big splash. So I can't be complaining. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, 
other than our teams, what's like a big name? What's a big signing that you think is gonna have a you know big impact on a team? Could like uh, you know elevate them. That's Rogers to the Jets. Rogers to the Jets. Once that trade goes down. Yeah, but it's just uh, you know all my friends here are fucking Jeff fans, so I yep. can't fan them. Yep, yep, yeah. It's just gonna be even. Mad. Our number one, uh, your your friend Tom, our number one fan. The, the the Jets are like uh, what I always say about the Cowboys. What can go wrong? Will go wrong. Will go wrong. And it's another Brett Favre situation. First off, yeah. And first off, you're you're gonna be trading whatever you trade. You know, I'm not. Jets are good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ripping on them, Maddie. But you, you're you're going on a a year to year basis with the way Rodgers works. If I were a Jeff fan, I would want to go get Lamar Jackson. But yeah. that's just me. So <laughs> me too. Whatever. Younger. <laughs> uh, you're not going to be dealing with, uh, am I going to retire? Um, have have a list of who he needs to get. You know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. the stuff that comes with Rodgers. It's just going to be even more funny when they fail because I don't I don't care about their defense, man. I know Rodgers is good. I could be wrong, but that AFC is loaded. Good luck getting by the Chiefs, the Bills, and, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Speaking until, of the- until you can prove that you can beat one of those teams on the road on their home stadium, good luck. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of the Bengals, my I think a big move for them. Oh, big move! I know Orlando, exactly where you're going. Orlando Brown, huge, huge for them because they still last year could not protect Joe Burrow to save his life. Now you're gonna go get arguably the best left tackle in the did, game. Did you read that tweet that was servicing around Twitter about how much money he missed out on? Yeah, I saw that, and the oh. fact that he, he chose to go to Cincinnati because he, you know, I, I think he realized that oh, you know, like Cincinnati, you know. I can't get more money there probably than anywhere else. Yeah. And plus, you got, you got Joe Burrow. You got Jamar Chase. got pretty solid defense. Bengals are a good squad, and they've got a lot. Now, now all of a sudden, you got the best left, tack, left tackle in the game. Now you're starting to, now you're starting to build build a wall for, the Chief, for Joe Burrow. The Chiefs offered him a monster contract last year. And he turned it and down. he turned it down. And he actually lost out on, like, millions and millions of dollars. He, he wanted out of Kansas City. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess I don't blame he thought, the guy. I wouldn't want to be stuck there either. Maybe, maybe thought he can make more money. I'm not sure, but um, it is what it is. You know who else got a big deal, Maddie? Larry Tunsil. Oh, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, he set the left tackle market now, big time. Yeah, he's the highest paid left tackle again. Yeah, so now the the Giants will have to use that for a uh, starting point now with Andrew Thomas yep. for, for next year. What do you think of Jimmy G going to the Raiders? I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm interested in that. I, I, I don't think Josh McDaniels is the answer there. Um, one of my good friends is actually a Raiders fan. We were having this conversation the other day. Um, I'm actually going to Vegas for Giants-Vegas this year. It'll be fun. Oh. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, but um, Stick in I, I don't think um, Josh McDaniels is the answer there, Manny. I know you're not the biggest Josh McDaniels guy ever. No, make predictable. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Of. Um, I thought their coach that led him to the playoffs should have been the coach. He got oh, um, Basaccia, Rich Basaccia. Yeah, he, dude, that dude got the raw shaft. Yeah, I agree. Um, and he, everything he was dealing with with that John Gruden stuff, like he got the yeah, raw the, shaft. The Gruden stuff, and then Henry, the Henry yeah, Rudd stuff. He just did a great job keeping that team together. Mm-hmm. But I uh, uh, I'm intrigued. Um, they have weapons. Um, but the biggest problem with the Raiders, Maddie, is their defense is atrocious. Oh, garbage. So, um. They're going to have to be in shootouts, and I just don't think Jimmy G is the shootout type of guy. Not anymore. Yeah. Maybe four, maybe three, four years ago he was, but not now. 
I think agree. Doing great as you drink water. All right, yeah, cool. I was sitting down. <laughs> but uh, that that that's uh, not, no, that's gonna be it for this week. We're back. We figured out how to record. No thanks to Bucky as usual. Um, <laughs> if we're back next week, because you know at this rate we just never know. <laughs> uh, if we're back next week, we'll be talking more about the tournament and all that fun stuff, and just getting ourselves ready for the NFL draft. Yeah, we, we oh, will yeah. be we will be back. We are we're gonna make it work. And well, we're gonna back. try at least. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try to get back on a, more, a better schedule. We're gonna try, but life life's yeah. awesome. Life, yeah. life is awesome sometimes. But uh, all right, but that's it for this week, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll we'll, we'll see you next time, whatever that might be. <laughs>